welcome back to another episode of Have a Seat, Conversations with Women in the Workplace podcast. I am your host, Deborah, Cor- Deborah Coleman. Oh my gosh. How's, you know what? That's just... <laughs> That is just indicative of how this year has started. Welcome 2024. My gosh, I am just tripping over myself. Are you like me? I am finally emerged, kind of like Puxatani Phil. Like I have just finally emerged from underground, from the from the from the nice confines, the comfy confines of the holiday malaise. Um, I'm finally like, okay, rolling up my sleeve. Let's get back to it, uh, which is. And one of the things I'm doing in regards to that is recording this mini cast for you. Hello, those of you who may be a bit new, welcome to the show. Um, yes, it is an interview style show where every week I interview women who are just killing it out there in the workplace, whether they are um, working for somebody, for a company, for an organization, or going their own way and be on, are on uh, and are an entrepreneur or solopreneur. You know, you guys. This is going to be a really interesting show. I'm telling you, I can't even talk anymore. And I had coffee. Um, anyway, welcome to the show. Every once in a while, I will grab the mic uh, from away from my amazing guests, and I will do just this. And it's called what I like to call mini casts. And it's just where I share some thoughts with you that have, were either sent to me or that I stumbled across in an article I read or a conversation I had. Um, and this is what I like to do. I like to call them mini casts and steal the mic and have a quick chat with just you and me. So this week is one of those. It's a mini cast. It's, and this was sent in to me by a listener. Thank you so much. You know, I do, I do call outs every now and then like, Hey, if you guys have show topic ideas, or anything you want me to discuss or anything that you want me to find an expert in, you know, to do a little bit of more of a deep dive on, um, by all means, send me some, some interests or, or topic ideas. And this was some Minute. So thank you so much. So exciting. Um, supernatural anticipation is the name of the game this week, my friend. Yes. Supernatural anticipation as an executive assistant or administrative support professional. Um, uh, let's see. Before I begin, I guess, before I go ranting and raving, and that's another thing with these mini casts is I tend to get a little ranty, a little ravey, and a little sassy. Um, and yes, I will drop an occasional F-bomb or two. Just It just happens. I'm, I'm human. No apologies there. Um, so I am an executive assistant to a vice president for an online university. I have been in higher education for over 20 years, um, and I've been an executive assistant probably... Oh, gosh, going on 10 years now. So I know a little bit, you know, uh, as I like to say, I don't have any fancy initials after my name, but I I graduated with master's and honors uh, from the school of life, uh, especially from the school of being an administrative support professional. So I kind of feel just humbly, humbly qualified uh, to speak on some topics. And so this topic was sent to me by a listener. A supernatural anticipation in terms of being an executive assistant. How do you, what are your thoughts on being able to anticipate what your, either your executive or your team or both, you know, that those are the person you support needs before they even ask or before they even know they need it. Okay. So 
That's fun. I love that question. Thank you once again. I, I, I love submissions. Please keep them coming because I want to talk about what's relevant or what's top of mind to you. That's really who my show is for, is for the listener. You take the time to hit play and have me, you know, steal some airspace from you for a while. And so I, I just, I, I'm honored and I'm humbled by that. So thank you for listening. And if I can in any way pay you back by providing show topics of interest to you, then by all means, let's do the thing. Um, so supernatural anticipation as an executive assistant. Good question. First of all, fantastic. My, 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 one of the first things I don't have, I have three quick things, three quick thoughts on this and I'll try to go through them quickly. My first overarching thought is that is a unspoken, unwritten expectation to those we support is that we will have (laughs) supernatural anticipation. I think it goes sometimes without saying that we will eventually turn into that person or eventually get there or maybe hit the ground running with that characteristic trait. Um, It's just the nature of our role. That I just I firmly believe that it's just the nature of our role. I that may be good news to some, that may be bad news to some. It may be just indifferent. Um, I think for me, it's just a matter of indifference. It's like that's just what we do. You know, it's just that's just a part of it. So, I think that's why that question was raised because a lot of us do um, have that skill or possess that skill, and even wonder if we're even doing it right. Right. So, if we were sitting down in a cafe or a diner or a restaurant, and we were, you know engaging in dialogue and you asked me this to my face, this is the advice I would honestly still give you. It doesn't matter that I'm sitting here protected behind a microphone and iTunes or Spotify. It's, it's honestly what the same dialogue I would have with you face to face. So the first thing I would say to you is, you know, pour yourself some more wine. Cause I got some things to say. Um, but my first knee jerk reaction, my knee jerk answer to that question is, and this is a secret that I don't think a lot of you know, So stop what you're doing for a second and listen in, lean in, lean in. This is a secret. Here it goes. You're not a mind reader, first and foremost, my friend. You are not a mind reader. So let's take that heavy burden off your shoulders and just let's place it on the ground next to us for a second. Let's just place it on the ground. Let it go. You are not a mind reader. Listen, why do I say that? Because we are not dealing with machinery, tools, equipment, technology, robots, you know, uh, land, you know, (laughs) we're not dealing with the, we're dealing with leaving, living, breathing human being, human beings. I told you I can't talk today. We are dealing with living, breathing human beings. Yes. And so, okay. 80% of the time, anticipatory, you know, characteristic, your supernatural anticipation. Sure. You know, absolutely. Like I said, it's interwoven in what we do. However, 20% of the time, you're not going to get it right because guess what? The person you're supporting or the team you're supporting, they're not going to get it right. And we all don't know what we need sometimes from one week to the next, one month to the next, one day even. I don't. Like I couldn't even anticipate what I need every day. You know, that's a really tall order is what I'm trying to say. And sometimes we'll be dead on with it. We'll be like, got it. Yes. Woohoo. Called it. I saw that coming three months ago and now it's surfacing. I am a rock star because I did it. Woohoo. And those are amazing moments. Totally. High five yourself. That's awesome sauce. But there are going to be 20% of the time, there's going to be times when you're like, oh, 
I should have seen that coming. What was I? Oh my God. How come I wasn't paying attention? How come I didn't connect the dots? I should have seen that. And that's okay too. Allow yourself that moment, you know, bang your head against the wall. I do too. You know, I totally get it. You just want to, uh, uh, you know, but then write it out. Let those emotions pass. And I hope that you would finally land on, but you know what? That's okay. I, now that I know better, I'll do better. Or you know what? Now I know for next time. I hope that's where you land after like berating yourself for 30 seconds. I hope then you are able to pivot into a more forgivable mind frame because we're dealing with human beings. So first and foremost, you are not a mind reader. It's going to happen You're that you're not going to anticipate something that comes up. And I know the nature of our roles. We feel like we always have to be Johnny on the spot. We have to be the predictor. We have to get out our crystal ball and we have to see things coming three, six, nine months in advance. And I'm telling you, that's wonderful and awesome. All in good and more likely you are doing that, but you're not perfect. And sometimes you will stumble a little bit and you won't see something and it will come out of left field and that's okay. It's a learning opportunity. Okay. So first and foremost, you're not a mind reader. Forgive yourself. Okay. Second thing, what helps me and in these mini casts, I really try to just give you my insights into either what I have done personally or what I've seen others do, what I've been a co-pilot and watching others. I've had front row seats and watching my fellow EAs do this. As I like to say many times, I do not have any initials after my last name, so I'm not standing here preaching to you like I know everything about being executive assistant or that I know everything about the workplace. I certainly don't, but I feel like I have a master's degree in life. As I said, I've been an executive assistant now for over 10 years, administrative professional for over 20. And so I think I got it. I think I got some things. I got some things to say, so I'm not afraid to share. Um, and same with you. I bet if I handed the mic to you, if you were sitting here right next to me, oh my gosh, the stories you could tell and the wisdom you would share. So I'm nothing special. That I'm not, And a lot of things I know, you know, but I feel like sometimes when somebody else vocalizes it, it just sort of like... Um, I don't know, justifies or gives you like a, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm not alone here, you know, um, feeling. So that's kind of my, my goal with these mini casts is to just kind of be that friend, you know, that you can have a chat with who will, who will go there and say the things out loud that maybe sometimes you wish you could, but you don't want to, because I, at this stage of my life and career, I could give two, I could, I don't have any more fucks to give. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm fresh out. If you look at my basket of fucks, I have none more to give. I have none more to give. So I really, I will be that friend who will say what you can't. So my second bit of advice in terms of supernatural anticipation is try to look at things from a 30,000 foot level. That's what helps me. Sometimes when I feel like I'm getting too in the weeds and I'm like, uh oh, I, I'm, I'm too in the weeds here. I need to kind of, I need to zoom out. You know, kind of like Google Maps or, you know, you just like zoom in, zoom out. You know, zoom in when you want to know what restaurants are in the area, but zoom out when you want to know the freeways to get there, right? So when I need, when I feel like I'm zoomed in too much and I'm not catching things, then I, I for me, I what helps is to look at things, zoom out. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me pull back a minute. What, what did, what just happened? What, what happened last month? What's happening this month and what's coming up next month? Like that for me, I kind of have to gain, I have to bring it back. And bringing it back means zooming out. And that helps me in those moments when I feel like I'm missing things and I should have anticipated things and I feel like I'm dropping the ball a bit, like, oh, shoot, 
that was coming down the pike. Why didn't I catch that? You know, in those moments, if I feel like I'm experiencing one too many of those, (laughs) then I tend to zoom out. Look at things from a 30,000 foot level is what I call it. You're not literally looking at things from a thousand. I don't know. Maybe you are. Maybe you're traveling and you're in a plane and you can do that. But, um, you know, kind of zoom out a bit. Maybe that's a more appropriate terminology. That helps me. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We operate in the Microsoft 365 environment. So naturally I have Outlook calendar and I use that thing like a beast. That thing is like my boss actually lives and breathes by his calendar and I have learned to do the same. And so I will just pull that calendar out and go, okay, wait, wait. (laughs) what did last month look like? What does this month look like? Okay. What does next month look like for to help me get back to center and to help me feel like I'm taking some control again. So 30,000 foot level, it's going to look different for everybody. That's just what I do. So I am by no means standing up here trying to like shake my finger in your face and tell you do it this way. No, it looks different for everybody. Whatever zoom out means for you, whatever, look at things from a 30,000 foot level, like an eagle eye view. I'm just offering that as a suggestion. That's something that helps me feel like I'm gaining some control again. And then the other tip I have is, I, whenever I complete a certain task, whatever that task is, right, whether it's has to do, whether it's personnel related, purchasing related, maybe it's, you know, setting up a meeting, maybe it's helping with a project or a presentation, or it's attending a meeting, like whatever it is, like the million and one things you do every day. I try to treat more often than not, like it doesn't pertain to everything I do, but I try to do this like maybe, you know, again, 80% of the time, you know, 20% it doesn't pertain. But most of the time I try to look at the things that I do in my daily workflow with a 360 lens. Like what I, this task A that I'm doing now, is it any way, in any way correlation between B and C? Is there any other dots that I need to connect as I complete this? As I'm scheduling this meeting, note, notate, note the, the topic, note the, who, who is in it. Note, you know, again, who's in it, what they're talking about, all the little, all the little goodies that go with that meeting. Now, am I going to have to do something with that meeting afterwards or beforehand? Or, you know, is there like every, that's just a, an example, any tasks that you do or, or anything that's a part of your daily workflow, I find what helps me feel like I'm, I'm doing a, I am staying on top of things and I'm anticipating is anything I do, if at all possible. And if it relates, how does it tie in what are there any dots that I need to connect that are might be associated with this and then make note of that or, you know, somehow have it connect back to what you're doing. I find that that really helps. That really, really helps, especially for me. I transitioned to fully remote. So I'm an executive assistant supporting a vice president in a fully remote role. There is no office I go into. I'm not hybrid. I don't nothing. I am completely 100% remote and quite happy. Thank you. Um, so for me, this really, really matters because I don't have the luxury of like running down the hall and asking a coworker, hey, da, 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 da. I really am sort of alone, but not in a bad sense. You know, it's just that, you know, hey, I'm in my house, you know. <laughs> so I really have to, I feel this is just me, you know, nobody has said this, nobody put this, put this on me, the expectation, you know, it's all me. This is something I like to see myself do is any task that I do. Is there more to the story? 
Is there dots out there that I'm going to need to connect later? Should I like put a reminder on my calendar to circle back on this? Should I circle back with somebody else about this? Should I color code it? Should I flag it? Should, you know, there's always something, right? Maybe for most things I do that there might be something else associated with it, whether it's a meeting or a project or something that kind of connects it. So by thinking that way, and like I said, 80% of what I do um, helps me feel like I'm staying on top of things that helps with that quote unquote supernatural anticipation. Um, so that's, that's my thought on, on that. Like how those are just a few things that I do to help me kind of battle back that feeling of, Oh my God, you know, do I know what's going on? I, you know, what's going on three months from now, three weeks from now, you know, those are just my top level, like top of mind pieces of advice. But here's the thing, when it comes to, if there's a, any part of this question that, of being able to anticipate what my boss needs before they ask, if any part of that actually speaks to personal runs, like if you're more of a, if you are in a professional setting and you were hired as an admin assistant or an executive assistant or office manager, you know, whatever your title and you find that you are doing a lot of personal errands for this individual, and if any part of that question actually pertains to that, let me just say I don't have any – I uh, <laughs> my thoughts on that are probably best saved for another show because that I don't want this to go on too long. First of all, I disagree with that. I absolutely help my boss with personal stuff. Not a problem, okay? I do it. It's, it's, it's not every day. And it's really just one-offs. It's really just more of a backup. It's something he's already done. He's already completed, but he's maybe including me in on the communication. So that way, if he's ever out of pocket, then at least there's somebody else on the planet who has the exact same information so I can help, right? Uh, that's really what, what, when I say I do personal like tasks for him, that's really what they amount to. I'm just more of a backup plan. Um, occasionally, yes, I will book a hotel room for him, you know, um, or, you know, help him with some airline reservations occasionally, you know, it's not something that's every day, but I know that there's some of you who personal tasks are like a part of your daily workflow. Um, like you are leaving the office or, or if you're a remote employee, you're leaving your home office or wherever your mobile office and you're going to the post office, you're going to pick up dry cleaning, you're going to pick up the kids from school, you're going to, you know, wow. If that is, if, if this in any way, a part of this question is, uh, is anticipating their personal needs, unless that was explicitly indicated in your job description and that's what you were actually hired to do, that's one thing. Like, well, in regards to that, I can't, I don't have a lot of experience in terms of like being someone's personal assistant. So you'd probably be better off asking someone who does, but from an outsider's point of view, I would just think maybe the longer you work with them in that capacity, the more your anticipatory skills will build because you're starting to learn more about them. You're getting to know them and their family better. And therefore, as time marches on, your anticipatory, you know, your supernatural anticipation increases, like gets stronger because you're getting to know them better on a personal level. If you are in a professional setting doing personal tasks that just sort of morphed, you know, like a one-off, oh, can you just run and pick up my dry cleaning for me? I'm so sorry to have to ask you. But now that has escalated into that's an expectation of you to do every week or those personal tasks are now like interwoven in what you do. I take real exception to that. That is not why you were hired. Maybe it was, 
But if, if that has slowly turned into what you do, and now a part of that question is, I don't know how to anticipate what he personally needs. I think it's time for a come to Jesus moment. And I think you need to hook up with one, some of these amazing executive assistant career coaches out there and connect with me. And I can refer quite a few to you because there are some amazing women out there who are doing this, men and women, honestly. Um, there's something wrong there is what I'm trying to tell you. I don't agree with that. And if, if you are falling down in the duties that you were actually hired to do because these personal needs are, are getting in the way of you being the professional executive assistant you were hired to be, there's, that's an issue. That's an issue. So please connect with me if you in any way are struggling in that way, and I will get you in touch, as I said, with some amazing coaches who can help you process this and talk it through who actually are trained to have conversations like this with you because I will come at you as a girlfriend. I won't come at you as a trained professional to help answer that question. <laughs> so if that's the kind of advice you're looking for, you know, hit me up. We'll have a quick video chat, and we'll get down and dirty about it. But if you're looking for somebody to give you some professional guidance with some grace and, um, you know, etiquette, <laughs> uh, let me know and I can definitely connect you because that's a problem. That to, me, that to me is stunting your career growth. That is stunting your just your growth period. Um, so I don't agree with that. So if any part of that question is, um, I, that's all well and good, Deb. I get what you're saying in terms of the business support, but I also have to run errands for him and I can't anticipate what he wants for lunch, what he wants for dinner, when to get his dry cleaning, when to pick up his kids, when... I'm sorry, don't you have a nine to five? What are you doing running to the post office? Like what is what um, as a regular part of your job? I'm saying one offs are fine. I do that. I would do that. I did that. You know, like, can you please? Of course. I don't mind doing that. You're helping. You're a kind human being. That's totally fine to do on occasion or, you know, as, as they come up. That's totally fine. I don't I'm not saying that. What I'm talking about is if it's interwoven into what you do every day, you are incorporating personal tasks for somebody. That's what I take exception to. So that being said, supernatural anticipation. Those are just some of my top three. First, you're not a mind reader. Give yourself some space and grace. Second, Try to look at things, if at all possible, in your world, in your professional world, from a 30,000-foot eagle-eye view. When you start to feel like you're getting buried and you can't see what's coming up, take a moment and zoom out. Sometimes that helps me. And then my last piece of advice, any tasks that you do, anything that you do in your workflow, anything you're asked to do, anything that's a part of what you do every day, Try to look at it from a 360 view. Like, how does this connect? Will this come back later? Do I need to follow up on this? How does this actually, because everything we do, I think at a certain level, especially if your title is executive assistant, almost everything you do is connected to something else. I think it's rare that you're going to just have like a one-off. I mean, you will have one-off tasks that really have nothing to do with anything. They're just like, you know, oh, this is like a, just a quick standing meeting to talk about a certain subject that really won't come up again, you know? But a lot of what we do does like connect to something. It is in relation to something. And so that was my last piece of advice is just think of, really try to remember, and I'm sure you're already doing it, but really try to remember in those moments where you feel like you're not anticipating and you're losing control a little bit that, oh, wait, 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 okay. One thing that helps me is how does it connect? Look at this, not just as a one-off task, but there's got to be, it obviously connects with something else. And that kind of helps me feel like, okay, I, I'm, I'm seeing what's coming up. I, I connected it to something. I feel better about tracking this, about future follow-ups, that sort of thing. So 
that's my advice for supernatural anticipation. I know, I know. It's I'm not look, my mini casts are just this. It's turn on the mic, hit the red record button and start blabbing. I am not refined. I am not I I you know, <laughs> I just I drop the occasional colorful language. I talk to you as a friend. There are a lot of people out there trainers and coaches who are absolutely lovely. They are beautiful human beings who truly, whose mission is to help us and lift us up and help us see our amazing talent and have us rise to that level. And they are doing a fantastic job. I am not one of them. (laughs) I am am that girlfriend that you can have kind of some real conversations with. Um, As I said, because I don't have any more Fs to give at this point. You know, I'm 52 years old. I don't mind sharing that with you. I've been in this game for 20 years and plus. So I really am past the whole what will they think of me game. And I'm more about like you as a person. How are you thriving? How are you getting through? How are you processing? You know, I know you are amazing and I want you to see that too. That's really at the point I want, I want to share that and I want to kind of, I don't know, maybe pass it forward. Um, cause it's taken me a long time to get to that level of thinking really has honestly. Um, and so I want to pay it forward. That was what I was trying to say and, and just extend that to you. So that's why I sometimes do come across kind of sassy, kind of brassy, but that's okay because that's the kind of show I have. If you're looking for something a bit more polished, again, hit me up. And there are some beautiful EA coaches and trainers and thought leaders who have wonderful, remarkable podcasts that aren't as offensive as mine. Okay. So with that being said, uh, well, that wraps up our show. That wraps up our show and, or my episode, excuse me, of this week, this mini cast. So you are free to click off. But as always, I want to quickly call your attention to the show notes if you are so inclined, where you will find a link to the Have a Seat website, where you will find a contact me link. Feel free to use that to send me some more topic ideas for future mini cast shows or topic ideas that you would like for me to find an expert in <laughs> who can really go there with us and give us some professional advice and not just the off the cuff girlfriend type advice. Um, I'm happy to do that. Absolutely. Or if you are so inclined, click that register to be a guest link. Come on the show and we'll talk together, which is even more exciting. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so with that being said, my quote this week, you know, I like to try to end on a quote is don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits. Love that. Love that. That is actually unknown. So I can't tell you who said that. If you know who said it, let me know, but, um, don't limit your challenges challenge your limits. Beautiful. I think that's a wonderful quote to start the 2024 off. Fabulous. Well, that will do it. I'll let you go. Thank you for sharing your your time with me today. And as always, stay safe, be well, and remember, keep having those conversations. Mm -hmm.